Welcome to Get Dressed, the podcast. We are two friends who just love talking about all things wardrobe related, and we thought we would open up the conversation for anything and anyone else to join. If you have a burning wardrobe question, don't let it burn a hole in your pocket. Find us at Get Dressed, the podcast on Instagram or email your questions to us at getdressthepodcast at gmail.com. And we're on the air. Hi, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. Um, that was intriguing. Great content. Didn't have, didn't have <laughs> yeah, anything good. to report. No, I'm good. I'm good. It was my anniversary this week. So I guess that's well, my one year wedding anniversary. So mm. I feel like that's kind of a big deal. Um, it's a huge deal. What did you guys get for your presents? Well, I mean, you're supposed, the traditional wedding present for one year is paper. Paper. Yeah. Yeah. So I got James lots of books um to inspire him to choose our next holiday oh um which will for- be the present which ah. um was not my original idea however due to delivery restrictions and time frames we went with that <laughs> i like that <laughs> also james- appropriate yeah. because we have time now to read books Exactly. Um, so no, it was more for like an inspiration and daydreaming on what we would like to have been doing for our one year anniversary. Um, but James was very sweet. Apparently the modern equivalent of paper is linen as a gift. So we got new bed sheets. Oh, they were very nice. And, um, I assume he didn't know. I actually don't know how he works this out, but they were ones I had already wanted to purchase. So he actually really nailed it. So that was nice. Oh, well done, James. Well, happy when you're at wedding anniversary. I can't believe your wedding was a year ago. I mean, I can and I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you've lived the married life. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we've really packed in some, some experiences this year. Like James has gone from being my, you know, chosen life partner to now obviously working from home. He's like my colleague. Um, he, he's the office manager. He's the chef. I'm the cleaner. Like there's just a lot of roles going on. They're very, definitely interchangeable, but there's a lot of um, really rounding out our experiences as a, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> a real partnership. I'm really feel feeling like- the partnership. I think also this kind of came about because we've had a lot of friends and being in lockdown, we had been talking about dating and I feel now that we're allowed to, in England at least, be able to be outside as much as we want in terms of the rules, I feel that I'm just so much more attuned to watching or I feel like I'm seeing people on dates or like because people are being forced to date if they let's say have been you know talking online or something Mm -hmm. on the dating app and then you're forced to do your first date kind of out in public I feel like rather than you know maybe in a bar where you wouldn't notice them I feel like I'm really noticing dates so maybe it's completely in my fabricated in my head but I swear I'm listening to people have conversations as if they've never met before oh yeah I've had a couple of friends who have um live on the second or third floor of a building and a friend in particular was looking down on the street and just happened to know, notice a guy pulling up on his bike and there was a girl in the hallway. Um, she just kind of, you know, just watching from afar and very quickly realized it was a socially distanced state. This is a couple of weeks ago. So obviously it was very borderline whether or not that was allowed, but they did, you know, she, he very much stood at the front gate and she was in 
in her hallway and they talked for about 40 minutes. And yeah, then, with no drinks, he just came. No, it was like 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. And <laughs> then she, she subsequently seen him come back. One day she made cookies, put it on a plate and put it halfway down the path and then stepped back before he arrived. And they shared cookies as a date. Oh, it's very sweet. That's um, cute. And it's really cute. But she hasn't seen him in a while, so maybe it didn't go well. Or maybe he's just going straight into the house now. Don't know. But, yeah, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a wild west out there. James and I used to always play a game called Guess the Date when we were out at dinner or in a pub yes. or whatever. And I really, really miss that. That's my I'm- favourite. A hundred percent, but I swear, maybe, or maybe I'm just wishful thinking, but also because you have to be in, if people are sitting close to each other or like, or if they're sitting apart, obviously, and then you then have to either put together whether or not they're friends who have met up or if they're on a date. I definitely think you can also tell by what they're wearing. So you can't tell by like how close they're sitting to each other or how comfortable they are with each other because obviously everyone is separate. But body language you can definitely tell the like how much effort one has put into their outfit if whether it's a first second or third date oh yeah always that's the only signifier i have right now <laughs> it's the only thing left of normal normalcy i don't know also maybe also i just find that everyone's just staring at each other we're all staring at each other so much more these days because we haven't seen other people as much yeah. as you would you know obviously in a back in the day pre-corona times you were seeing people constantly in your daily life, whereas now it's only kind of when you're out and about. So I just find myself staring at people so much more. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it looks like stare. I'm checking out people way more than I intend to. <laughs> it's like open staring. I'm into it. I think it's 34% of the 34% new users on Bumble. So like people are definitely dating more, I guess, because you have the time. Mm. So have noticed on Hinge, they have this new badge that says um, just joined. And I feel like there's a lot of just joined. Oh, that's interesting. Obviously, mm-hmm. I <laughs> never experienced Hinge. But I did meet my husband on Bumble. So, you know, that might be also a show sponsor we should look into. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it, yeah, at this point also, it's not like you can necessarily meet someone at a bar or in that context because they aren't open. So it is kind of the only way it is to a certain degree, unless they're a friend of a friend, but then what, what are the rules in terms of meeting each other in social activities? It's not like you're going to meet this person, maybe at a socially distanced birthday party, but it's just the opportunities are so much less than they were. Before. I think you always had to make your own luck anyway. So it's like, now it's just different. <laughs> now I just really, just a different way, a different format. Um, should we go to our first caller? I feel like we should. So for our first digital dating question, we have a caller call who we're going to refer to as Musing Moonstone Matthew. Hi girls, my name is Matt. I'm 29. Talking about first dates, I uh, I kind of like just wearing white t-shirts the whole time. I wear glasses and stuff. I did just buy a moonstone and I'm wearing it as a signet ring. Is that kind of okay? But apart from that, I'm a little lost. The other really hard thing is a lot of people like want to go on walking dates at the moment. Like, what do you wear to that? It's like not casual. I don't really want to wear like athleisure. What should I do? Well, I guess, I mean, as Matt 
Matthew saying, you know, we, sorry, I'm abbreviating it's your name, Matthew, to Matt already. Um, we just we, we are like talking we about So much information there. Yeah, no. um, but I, I mean, first off, I think, I think glasses, white t-shirt sounds great. I mean, and a moonstone ring just sounds signature and a marker of your personality. So I think that's wonderful. I think for me, the biggest thing is just to make sure that your shoes are are also appropriate with that look because I hate a, a pointed brogue when men wear those on dates um, or anything with a fake fur. I just don't mm, a fake a shoe with fake fur on it on a man is not for me. But I think you sound like I mean Matthew sounds like he's on the right track to me and sounds great and something with a bit of personality I also agree as far as yes I mean I think in this current age so many people are meeting on or connecting originally on apps and then eventually once they figure it out or going on on a walk seems to be or a picnic seems to be our current options we had a friend who um had set up a date to go on a picnic and then it was kind of an afternoon to evening. So then you're trying to figure out what do you wear that you weren't going to be cold, that classic conundrum, what transitions from day to night. Mm. Um, And then if you know that you're going to be walking and you're going to be outside. um, I love the idea of like a little, a trainer. And then I think the biggest thing is you just want to be comfortable. There's nothing worse. I mean, I know we're all dying to get some at this point. There, people are, you know, thirsty. <laughs> but I was just checking that you weren't insinuating that people are dying to get exercise. <laughs> I mean, people are dying. No, people are dying are are thirsty out there. So I feel like, especially if you've been quarantining on your own, you, you kind of want your ego stroked because you want to feel attractive. I think I was thinking about this the other day because it's like, you know, trends tend to exist in opposites, right? So it's like if everyone's really going peak loungewear, gone really into the comfortable kind of athleisure moment, the opposite will also become really attractive. So super glammed up, you know, super jazzy. So it's like, is that going to become a new kind of dressing? It's like you're either, because it's streams. Yeah. That like at the moment and with the last couple of years has definitely been that, you know, day to night dressing hasn't really been, something that's being talked about and focused on. Like I just wear the same thing to the office that I then wear out at night and I don't care. It's fine. However, are we going to go back? Is that what we're going to see happen where it's like you really dial stuff up, stuff up to well, your look up to go out at night because you can, and you're going to have the excuse to, and we're going to be really excited about it. You know, am I going to start buying ball gowns? I mean, I really hope so. (laughs) I want to, I want to rock around in pajamas to work and like that'd be kind of cool and fine. And then I want to go to, to a black tie dinner, even if it's in someone's flat and there's four of us. Oh, it's true. I feel, I mean, are we just me burning our athleisure once we're, once we're out of this? If we come out of this, just like piles of polyester or running gear that we've been wearing for months. I, I mean, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep wearing it. And then, yeah, I, I just want the opportunity <laughs> to add into the mix, the ball gown. Yeah, literally. But I think, no, Matt, like if that's what you're comfortable wearing, if a t-shirt is your vibe, I think 
on dates. I mean, I'm a married lady. I'm out of the game. But I think it would still ring true that if you're uncomfortable, it's really visible to your date. If you're wearing something mm. that doesn't feel significant, like feel you, but at the same time, you just want to feel comfortable. So I think that's kind of what you should always go for. So our next caller is just trying to get by Jane, who is a mom from Vancouver. Hi, Ali and Georgina. I'm 39 in Vancouver. My husband and I have two kids and have obviously been in the lockdown from the beginning. It was hard before all of this to keep any romance alive, but now that we are all together anyways, it seems even harder. Do you have any outfit suggestions or ideas of how I can do this? He has seen me at my best and worst over the years. Thank you. So I have no children, so I can't even begin to, both Ali and I can't even probably begin to imagine what this time has been like with them. So first and foremost, bravo. You have a greatest admiration. I think no matter what age and having two of them just must be incredibly, obviously you love them, but also a bit of a challenge. I think my biggest thing with one of these, I guess, is to just designate a night for you to get dressed up at home even. And you can even do it with the kids. And I feel like that also just like puts a pillar in the week and something to look forward to and an opportunity to shop your own wardrobe. Oh, definitely. I think, I mean, I am childless. I can't relate. I think kids are the ultimate housemates, right? Like they, I just it sounds like a challenge. It's not something personally I think you and I can relate to, but I, what I'm going to suggest is going to sound probably a little bit niche but it's been working really well for me. Basically, what I've been doing is picking one outfit per weekend and then wearing that for both days, so Saturday and Sunday. So if your partner, like mine, is not particularly visual, might take him a little a little bit of time to notice if something has changed or is new. If I don't get a compliment on Saturday, by Sunday afternoon, he's been given enough time to think about what I'm wearing and notice it and comment on it. <laughs> You're giving him a chance. Yeah, I'm really giving him a moment to compliment, acknowledge what I'm wearing, and notice the effort. I'm not, I don't wear makeup on weekends at the moment. I wear, I'm wearing makeup Monday to Friday. It's part of my job. But on the weekends, I'm doing my hair and then just putting on a really nice dress or just something that, you know, maybe I wouldn't wear during the week. We're obviously huge advocates for it is worth the time getting dressed and feeling good about yourself. So maybe you can kind of sentence the kids to a bit of dad time and you can have some me time. And, you know, it's amazing how much difference a good shower, a nice piece of clothing that's freshly washed and ironed can make you feel and lift your mood. Absolutely. I, I was listening to the pod, another um, fellow podcast that was um, with, um, called Fortunately with Fee and Jane. They were just saying how the difference of even just putting on a lipstick can make, or actually putting on makeup. I know mm. for me and I've been locked down with friends and every Sunday we make a supper and we also for the supper because we've been kind of cooking all day. It's kind of acknowledging the effort and we, we put on mm. dress up or just put on like, a, a, put on a slightly, put in a little bit more effort into our, look and I think even if you do it with the kids you know it could be around a theme it could be around yeah um, I was gonna say the themes you've been doing help you I mean especially if you're not getting dressed for a purpose like say we were going out to dinner or I was coming over to your house for dinner I would pick an outfit that's gonna work for that situation whether it's getting on the tube or jumping in a cab or whatever 
when you take out those restrictions, you can actually be more fun. And if there's a theme that you have, you know, you can kind of curate a look, it kind of gives you the direction that the practicalities aren't giving you anymore. So you had, I, you had an amazing like Italian themed dinner. And I mean, yeah. pretending for a moment you're somewhere else, I think is really fun. Exactly. So we did kind of, we had a, this Italian dinner that Ali's talking about. So we were all in white linen and almost <laughs> pretending like we are in a villa in Italy. It's kind of all about the mentality. And I think also you'll see how much that then makes you, as far as romance, be able to kind of adjust also your own mental state because we can't help it sometimes when you get stuck in the mundane of everyday life sometimes and I'm sure sometimes just getting through the day of homeschooling the kids and everything that might just break up the day and give you a headspace that kind of reshifts gears absolutely good luck Jane good luck Jane all right so our next caller is from Randy Rosie Hi babe, I'm Rosie, I'm 27 and I'm a doctor just outside of London. I have a solid go-to date look of black high-waisted jeans, a myriad of various tops and heeled boots, weather pending of course. Since lockdown started, I'm struggling with a head crop on these dates. What would you guys suggest? So, I mean, I'm hard. I feel like to look attractive on something about this format is so difficult. And also, I mean, I totally can empathize Rosie I feel like everyone has that date outfit their their date outfit that they use and it's kind of their lucky you know you have the lucky dress the lucky top yeah you have your lucky underwear you have your lucky dress or like a go-to shoe that just makes you feel sexy whatever it is it's obviously very particular to each person so it's like you can still wear those things but it's about finding something I feel like almost finding something new to suit the current circumstance so no, it's a new challenge. It's adaptability that we're yeah. all being forced to do. I think it's about also positioning that camera at a good angle. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think what's do interesting... Test with a friend. Yeah, test with a friend. Also, it's about your eye is obviously on camera. These are very blue screens. Mm-hmm. So you are appearing slightly different in color. So something I've really noticed is if you wear a really bright color on yourself or like say an eyeliner or an eyeshadow or a lipstick or whatever, it's, it's really distracting, but in a good way. And it, you know, even if the quality isn't that good, it makes you kind of stand out and it's something for your eye to land on. That's not just all like white wool, you know. Um, I also have been really loving earrings um, I kind of went through all my earrings yeah. in the first week of Zoom calls and I kind of haven't picked them up since. But to be honest, they work quite well on camera. Like a dangling big bold earring. I'm really obsessed with the Ports 1961 earrings. They've got like abstract gold shapes and pearls. Um, and they all, they sell their earrings individually. So, you know, maybe it's time to try like that asymmetrical earring look, which I personally find amazing, but sometimes hard to pull off. But when you're, you know, cropped into a very particular situation, Maybe it's visual. Yeah. Hmm, It's an easier time to try out a more niche look, shall we say? Absolutely. And you can also find some great old vintage earrings. And I was really into into them. And but a lot of the ones from past eras are clip-on earrings. But it's almost this is the perfect time because really your date's only going to be a certain amount. You're not moving around as much and you're just it's more for the visual. Yeah your date's only three hours and it won't I find with clip-on sometimes they can just be 
Yeah, I used to have this phase where I would wear clip-ons to work and I would literally have to take them off and put them next to my keyboard. And then yeah. I put them on for lunch or a meeting. And then exactly. it just felt like, I just felt very old school and impractical. And I actually ended up losing earrings that way. So, you know, if you have any of those old clip-ons, one, they're really painful. So yeah, you're right. You can only wear them for a couple of hours. Yes, it's perfect for just a visual date, for the visual cue. This is the time to get them out. I have such a collection, but I'm like you, I had to stop wearing them because they just weren't Mm. practical for a full day. You can actually take them to jewelers and they can swap the back over quite easily. So if you're buying, you know, you're shopping vintage or buying secondhand online at the moment, you, it doesn't matter, you know, leave them as the clip-ons until we're out of lockdown. And then you can obviously take them to a jeweler after that. So, you know, get the longevity out that way. Um, oh, another thing I'm really liking is colored eyeliner. I think it's something that I don't know, I was super into a couple of years ago and kind of dropped off when I also dropped out of the uh, club scene. Um, but I, at home, it's just, you know, you don't really have to wear a lot of makeup, but if you put on eyeliner, it's just a good pop. It shows really well on screen. So um, Marc Jacobs, Glossier and Colourpop do really good options for anyone interested. Also, if anyone is doing this, FYI, sit in front of a window that is the best natural light you'll get. Even though you'll still get the blue screen reflecting on you, you'll get much better light if you sit in front of natural light facing you. Hot tip. I wonder if, honestly, you know, just as in a work context, you're trying to really curate behind you. I wonder how people are curating their backgrounds on dates. Like what, what on oh, a yeah. date want to convey? Yeah, so obviously it's a niche incidents that someone is in your home like how much of your house do you give away maybe you guys can kind of let us know um on top tips for styling behind you i'm intrigued i actually want to know now yeah it's it's an exercise in prop styling essentially what does the art say about you what do do you want books do you want alcohol whereas you know in a work call you wouldn't necessarily want to show off your your bar your at-home bar selection yeah Nice. But then what do you want what do you want your background to say about you? Or do you go for a background that Zoom offers? For this week's isolation station coordination theorization justification, still a workshop name, if anyone prefers, we wanted to share with you some brands that we love that are making face masks. Yeah, I think it's been really interesting the journey of the face mask. Um throughout this period because obviously at the beginning there was like a little bit of an uproar of brands potentially making money off of the face Mm. mask but it's really transitioned into an opportunity for brands to use SS or dead stock fabric and you know turn that into something good that would always be based so um, I don't know if anyone has ever seen a garment cut out from fabric so think when you think about um you know, the top part of a dress that gets cut into the waist and then goes into an A-line shape. Obviously, the fabric that remains is a triangle, like a really small but leftover triangle. There's not much use for that piece of fabric. What would a designer do with it? Otherwise, you'd be lucky if you could even get a pocket out of it. But it's been really great to see that designers are turning, you know, they've obviously kept this fabric because it's valuable, but it hasn't had much of a use. So, um, you know, designers like Christopher Kane are doing, um, at, make your... You know, it's like an at-home um, make. How do I say this? Why do I always do this? It's a at-home make-your-own-mask kit. There's also amazing smaller de- designers that I've seen on Etsy that are making them. And I think when you pay for the face masks, they sometimes the part of the proceeds are going to the NHS. 
the frontline workers support them as well, which is also really positive. But we'll put some of the links that we're discussing in the show notes. But yeah, my whole Etsy homepage is just face masks. So yeah, I think it's definitely worth looking into one that's being made from, you know, dead stock or surplus fabric because it's a great way to use that fabric that otherwise would be waste. As far as effectiveness, don't quote me. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. Cool. Yay. Finish? Should we say bye? (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. See you next week. See you next week. As always, please continue to send your wardrobe questions, queries, and conundrums to us on Instagram. Find our handles in the show notes. This podcast is edited by our ever-patient extra limb, Will Stewart, and the music is by Hugh O'Brien. Bye-bye now. Bye. (laughs)